0: Family, this is Marilyn Mitchell, and I am so thankful that you have joined us today as we continue studying the book of John. Today we're in chapter 15, verses 1 through 17, and I'll be reading from the English Standard Version. It says this, I am the true vine, and my father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away, and every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes, that it may bear more fruit. One another. Well, if you, depending on how you study the word and and the tools and and tricks, I guess, that you use to help, um, if you are a keyword underliner or marker, or if you're not, maybe you can start. Um, There are a lot of keywords that are repeated in this passage. I think we could all agree abide jumps out at us, but also love is is frequently repeated here, and then, of course, fruit. but let's talk for just a second about the word abide. Um, it, The Greek term is meno, meaning to stay or to stand fast, to remain. This is what it means to abide. It's kind of the idea of being at home, to stay where you are and not wander off, Um it's obviously one of John's favorite words because he uses it like thirty-four times um, in his gospel and nineteen times in his letters, and so um, you know it, it's again, it's this idea to abide, to dwell, to live, to remain. Or I've this heard this phrase as well, which I think is exactly um, the right idea. It says to sustain unbroken fellowship. So when you have someone who abides, it's an it's a constant presence. So I think that really informs how we understand this passage. He's asking us, he's te- no he's not, he's commanding us, he says a couple different times, to abide in him. And in case there's any question whatsoever in your mind or mine, he tells us very plainly, I am the vine and you are the branches. So we understand our role and we understand that apart from him, removed from that vine, we are absolutely incapable. Um, of bearing fruit and we are unable to do anything he says apart from me you can do nothing but if we are abiding in him and if his words abide in us then it glorifies the father because we will bear much fruit and that fruit will be proof of our connection to the father of our being his disciples and so um, when we stay fast when we remain when we have unbroken fellowship with the vine, then our father, the vine dresser is greatly glorified and pleased. And we are more than just servants. Matter of fact, he says, no longer do I call you servants because servants don't know what their master is doing, but I call you friends. And it's because I'm letting you know everything that the father has let me know. And I want you to have that. So um, we get this beautiful glimpse here in this passage of the intimacy of the relationship that God has called us into with himself, the vine dresser, through his son, the vine. We're not just adjacent to or clinging to, like, separately from this vine. No, we are literally grafted into the very vine himself as Christ followers. And that is super, super powerful. Um, And, you know, I know Jesus was so good um, in the Gospels and in all these tellings of, of his life about how he spoke to people. He used terms and symbols and analogies that they were intimately aware of. So this whole idea of the vine and the branches, um, was something that, that these listeners were exposed to every day. They were very familiar, um, with this, uh, symbology. And so for us, I mean, obviously I think we can also understand, um, what this means, even if we're not actually in, um, Proximity to a vine every day um, that bears fruit, but nevertheless, one of the ways I think of it in these modern times is also like, you know, the power plug being uh, inserted into the power grid, right? That plug or the device attached to it is absolutely useless, cannot do anything unless it's connected to the power grid, unless it's inserted and and stays, remains. Just a few minutes is not enough to charge that thing to, to sustain and to stay and to abide. And so for me, that's just a really good reminder that we have to be in unbroken fellowship to truly produce the fruit that brings our Father glory. And you know, it's um, if, if we're feeling weary and withered and dried up, we really need to do some, some self-evaluation and, and pray that the Spirit will reveal to us any areas where we are failing to abide in Him. Because this kind of abiding requires a full body, mind, and spirit surrender we must be fully engaged in this grafting into this vine, right? We can't have be partially connected because we won't receive the full nourishment that is necessary. And so, um, you know, I had a beautiful um, arrangement of flowers recently, and I was kind of thinking through this, how gorgeous they are and how for a few days they kind of do maintain just this beauty. As a matter of fact, some um, Flowers that had not yet opened will open and they'll bloom and it's so beautiful, but it's kind of an illusion, isn't it? Because very quickly, before you realize it, now things are falling off and it's turning dead. It starts to smell the water that the flowers are in, right? And it's the same idea. I think sometimes we get good and nourished, right? We're in the word, we're accountable to small group, we're in connection and community with biblical believers and uh, we're doing really good and so then we think you know what I'm going to disconnect for a minute maybe I'm going to go on vacation maybe I'm going to do whatever but I'm going to kind of step away from those things for a second and do some of these things that I need to do or want to do and and I'll come back well it, it doesn't work that way um this grafting in this abiding means that there is no off switch we're connected and I love um Oswald Chambers talks about this. He says, abide in me in intellectual matters, in money matters, in every one of the matters that make human life what it is. Our lives are not made up of just one neatly confined area. Think of the things that take you out of position of abiding in Christ. Maybe you say, Lord, just a minute. I still have this to do. Or yes, I'll abide as soon as this is finished or as soon as the week is over. It will be all right, Lord. I'll abide then. And he says, no, get moving, begin to abide now. In the initial stages, it can be a continual effort to abide, but as you continue, it will become so much a part of your life that you will abide in him without any conscious effort. Make the determination to abide in Jesus wherever you are now or wherever you may be placed in the future. And then this other quote that I I love for D.L. Moody, it's very simple, but it says, fruitful branches bend low. Listen, friends, if we want to bear fruit for the kingdom, if we want to be completely full of the joy that he has promised for us, his joy in us and that joy to be full, his commandment is simple. Love one another as I have loved you. Okay, how do we do that? By abiding, staying in unbroken fellowship with him, our vine, and by not just enduring, but submitting to the pruning process so that we can bear more fruit and in that glorify the Father. So I pray that today if there's a place where you're weary, where you're withered, where you feel like the fruit just can't come and won't come, just remember apart from him we can do nothing. So that's where we've got to start. Are we connected to the source? Are we an unbroken fellowship? Are we abiding, remaining in him? I hope that you are and I'm praying that he will continue to convict and to redeem us in those areas where we need to do better. So praying for you and praying for myself in that and I pray that you'll come back and join us as we continue on in chapter 15 in our next time together. Thanks so much. Have a great day.